0: Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Good
1: afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl White, and I am delighted today to be discussing five essential skills for effective leadership with Damon Carson, General Manager of Education, Instruction, and Operations at the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California. Damon, welcome.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. White.
1: Yeah, my pleasure to have you here today. And I'm just going to have a step back initially and have you share with our listening audience a little bit about yourself so they can kind of gain a bit of a perspective, or understanding of the perspectives that you bring. So, if you could share uh, not only about yourself um, as it relates to tell us a, little, a few personal things about you, so we can connect with you on that level, but also the leadership journey that you've taken and the roles that you've experienced.
2: Sure, sure. Um, happy to do it. Um, you know, I, I'm a young man from from born and raised here in San Diego, California. Uh, spent most of my uh, youth here in San Diego, uh, attending local schools here. Um, eventually graduated from San Diego State University uh, with a bachelor's degree in public administration. And, and then I found myself uh, seeking an opportunity to pursue higher education. And I uh, attended the Thurgood Marshall School of Law uh, at Texas Southern University um where I spent really really three years truly learning how to become a professional student and an effective learner um, those were some of the most challenging and rewarding experiences in my academic career uh, from from that point uh, I stayed in the Houston area for for a few years and um, working for uh, various law firms and, and a large accounting firm. Uh, some may remember Arthur Anderson, uh, one of the big six accounting firms. I, I spent some time there um, and then found myself uh, pregnant. Uh, and, and so my wife and I uh, relocated back to San Diego uh, so she could have her our first child in, in, in our hometown. Um, that, that, uh, was a major crossroads for me, um, professionally, uh, deciding where I was going to go. Um, I had a promising career, uh, in, the, in the legal and accounting field in, in Houston, Texas. Uh, but I found myself back in San Diego, kind of starting from square one. Um, trying to build my, my network, uh, build my affiliations and, and, and ultimately find a professional opportunity. Uh, in the early uh, in the year 2000, I was fortunate enough uh, to pursue an opportunity with the Neighborhood House Association, and 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 joined the Neighborhood House Association as a compliance auditor. Uh, spent a few years as a compliance auditor and saw opportunities to to work up in the organization, and and found myself uh, being continuously promoted. You know up until now here we are 24 years later uh, serving as the uh, general manager of education and instruction. Um, Throughout my career uh, I've I've been known for a lot of external work especially on the advocacy fronts for families and children that are are most vulnerable uh, in our society. I've spent years as, a, as the board president of the National Head Start Association, various early childhood coalitions, uh, spent some time in our local communities with, with the Chamber of Commerce uh, and other affiliations, Boys and Girls Club, community colleges, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, my journey is, is not unique, but, but definitely has some you know, twists and turns and peaks and valleys in it. Um, proud father of two children uh, one, uh, my, my oldest, uh, graduated from Howard University and recently f- finished up her master's program in, at the University of Miami and, and is pursuing an opportunity at the University of Maryland as an athletic trainer. Uh, my, my son, who is 18, is a, is a freshman uh, at a local community college, but hopes to pursue a career in cybersecurity. And so my wife and I have, have been on a 27-year a journey of marriage and, and, and have continued to grow and evolve and, and, and just really learn each and every day more and more about each other. Uh, at the Neighborhood House Association specifically, uh, we lead a large, large network of about a thousand early childhood professionals. Uh, our annual budget is in excess of $110 million. We're serving approximately 5,000 children and families a year, helping them break the cycle of poverty and and, and, and really uh, lay an educational foundation for themselves to, to be a success later in life.
1: Mm-hmm. Wonderful, Damon. I mean, so many uh, touch points in leadership. Um, Congratulations on the 27 years of marriage. Congratulations on the just uh, 24 years of continuing to grow and develop and lead and be advanced at the Neighborhood House Association. Wonderful to hear your own roots uh, with regards to not only San Diego and your stay at at uh, at Senegal State, but also your journey with the historical college with regards to Texas Southern and hearing that your daughter followed your footsteps and went to Howard, another historically black college, and at the same time had the broader experience at other universities as well. And I know that um, as you touched on, in addition to the fabulous work you do at the Neighborhood House Association, you've led at the national level, um, worked at the regional level, but also at the national level with the uh, National Head Start Association. so many different um, experiences and leadership in the home and in the the workplace and the community. Love to hear you share what leadership means to you.
2: Yeah, uh, great question, and it, and it and it changes. It changes for me personally each and every day, um, and and it really it really means to me uh, recognizing your strengths. Um, but working on areas that you're not so strong in, you know, I don't want to say weaknesses, but the areas where there's opportunities to grow uh, and have personal growth. And I, and I think we all as leaders have those. We're strong in certain areas, but there's other opportunities we can work on and become better at. And so yeah, Choosing, you know, any given day, choosing which one of those facets you're going to rely on the most. You know, is today I'm going to, is today one of those days I'm really going to show my strengths and and, and really put my strengths out there and let my strengths drive my effort during the day? Or is today uh, a day where I'm going to step out of my comfort zone? And, and and really work on the things that I need to work on, some of the things that are most challenging for me. Um one of the things that personally uh is is most challenging for me, uh and, and this could be one of the, you know, one of the skills, if you will, for if, if we're transitioning the skills. But for me personally, uh sometimes I have challenges having those difficult conversations with some of my team members.
1: Mm-hmm yeah, and, and we will um, dive into that a little bit because I think that is one of the skills that you've identified, and I'll share a little context. So I had the, the pleasure of hearing you share these um, five essential skills that we're going to talk about today with our employees here at the Neighborhood House Association um, doing a Leadership Academy session that you uh, were gracious enough to provide for us, um, and asked you if you would share those those um, five skills to this broader audience, uh, because I think that they can be helpful uh, to so many in our nonprofit and public sector, but even beyond. I think these are, are um, leadership skills that can really transcend and have applicability um, in each sector that we might find ourselves um, engaged in. So, um, but wanna hear your thoughts uh, one of the things you kind of talked about in your presentation was how a person can approach each day with a sense of love, laughter, and inspiration. And so um want to you share a little bit about that, and then maybe have you begin to talk about mastering the art of what you said previously, the difficult conversations, however you want to take that bit.
2: Sure, sure, and that's that's kind of my my tagline um, for leaders that that I speak to uh, all across the country is is to 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 love, to laugh, and inspire. Um, and not only our fellow team members that, but individuals that we encounter, you know, uh, throughout throughout the day, because leadership, you know, transcends the workplace. You know, you have to provide leadership in other avenues, and it's really. For me, why why I use that tagline is because leadership is not about being in charge; it's about taking care of those in your charge. And so it can transcend the workplace because, you know, let's use our own families as an example. And many of us serve, you know, as 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 parents in the leadership role uh, for our children, maybe even some of our siblings, um, and maybe even some reverse roles for our parents. And and so. The common ground that, that I found is is to show them love, you know, to, to approach conversations with love, but also to take some time to laugh because we need that. We know how physically um, and emotionally laughter is good for us. It's just good for us. And, and, and so um, and, and the last piece is to inspire. Now, you can inspire both positive a positive and a negative way, and it can work in opposite directions. Uh, your negative experiences can be an inspiration for others to take a different path and, and turn that negative into a positive. And so inspiration can, can work both ways. But if you focus on, in my opinion, if you focus on those three aspects of, of the encounters and the individuals that are, that, are, that are on your team, that those are in your charge, You know, you'll serve them well, and you'll have, you know, somewhat you'll have a good time doing it because you'll Mm -hmm. continue to laugh and you'll continue to show love and you'll inspire other individuals to do the same.
1: Mm -hmm. Wonderful, love that. And we're going to um, pause and take a break, but be right back with more on leadership matters. And when we return, then we're going to ask you to share a little bit more about. Actually, I just want to make the connection. thoughts, some a little deeper thoughts because I'm hearing having these tough conversations within the context of these wonderful three things and then I want to move into your second skill with regards to finding clarity and ambiguity uh, so we'll look to talk more about that as well as the other skills so stay with us and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders inspiring solutions
0: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619 453 8093. That's 619 453 8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service.
1: Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at leadershipforuminc.com.
0: It's time to take charge of your own career path, but how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insights from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward earn that promotion and get hired into the career you want and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at at Neighborhoodhouse.org. Now back to Leadership Matters.
1: And we are back with more on Leadership Matters. Delighted to be speaking with Damon Carson, General Manager of Education, Instruction and operations at the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California on five essential skills for effective leadership. Before we went to break, uh, Damon was sharing with us the um, fabulous connection between um, love, laughter and inspiration and kind of having difficult conversations, starting them off with love. And I just really wanted to underscore the value in doing so and how. Uh, it makes having difficult conversations a lot easier when we've established that uh, relationship um, up front. And, and so when we are actually um, engaging each day with a sense of love, laughter, and inspiration, it provides the container for what, needs, what, what may come later. So, um, Damon, I don't know if you want to tie any more to that, but I just wanted to make sure we got that because I think it's so essential.
2: Right. It, it, it just to add a little color, as we say, to that, mm-hmm. um, you know, these are skills and lessons that I've learned um, from studying other leaders in, in other industries and other organizations who have served either as advisors, you know, role models, uh, mentors, um, or individuals who have just put out great content that has helped me connect some of their content to some of my experiences and some of my thoughts, feelings, and aspirations. And I've studied uh, the likes of Stephen Covey, Martin Moore, Stedman Graham, um, but I've also studied some lesser known leaders um, that folks may not be familiar with. And I won't name them, but if they, they hear this show, uh, they certainly know who they are. And, 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 and really, you know, the thought around uh, you know, laughter, love, and inspiration, in my opinion, everyone has that ability, that innate innate skill. You know, most of us have the innate skill to love one another uh, or, 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 or show some, you know, examples of love. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to, to, to really find an individual who hasn't laughed in their entire life, Right. Mm-hmm. I think the difficult piece of that, that, that phrase is recognizing that you can be an inspiration to others, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, what, what comes naturally usually comes easy for us. And so if you tell a funny joke, and I won't try to do that today, but, but you'll generate some laughter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if, you t- if you show some empathy, and some emotional intelligence for another individual and how they're feeling. I think that kind of generates a sense that you're showing some love for them. So at the, at the very, at the very onset of, you know, and I always don't get it right. Let me, let me be the first to say that I always don't get it right. You know, I'm not batting a thousand, you know, got a decent batting average, but I'm not batting a thousand. Um, You know, those are things that come natural to form a relationship um coupled with understanding who you are you know a deeper dive into your own personal identity in terms of who you are and connecting that those 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 uh you know those characteristics of of your identity to the facets of of love last laughter and inspiration and then that's kind of like you know but 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 Zero before we get to the five, right? That's the like <laughs> ground zero. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and I love the ground zero being our also understanding ourselves and how we do show up and um, making sure that we are having the impact on others that we intend to. Because sometimes without that self-awareness, it's um, we're unintentionally not fostering positive relationships, even though we intend to. And we desire to. So I, I love that being in touch with oneself. Then let me ask you, why is uh, mastering the art of having tough conversations important?
2: It, from what I've experienced and what I've studied, it's it's really at its core, it, 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 it stems from individuals wanting to know how well they're doing, like if we're in a professional workplace set. And so. You know, we all think about, am I doing a good job? Or am I not? Right? And somewhere along the lines, you're wanting to hear some feedback or some validation in that regard. And. Not, you know, not every time it it, it can't be positive feedback, right? There are some times where you have to have a conversation with individuals about things they can work on. Um and and you know, it's 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 really important to do that so individuals can continue to develop and evolve as leaders themselves. And so I really think, you know, if we're if we're doing you know, if we're doing right by the individuals we're leading, you know, we're gonna be able to have those conversations to 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 provide some constructive feedback on areas where they're not doing so well. Uh-huh. I think it's a lot, you know, for me, um, personally, it's it's easier to, to lean towards the side of, you know, you're great, you're fantastic, I love the quality of work, it's always on time, it's forward thinking, you know, it's innovative. But if you flip that around and say, I, I need more innovation from you, you know, I need more forward thinking from you. Um, that's not so positive in a sense. And people mm-hmm. may not necessarily want to hear that. But as I stated, you know, it's, it's critical and you owe it to them. You owe it to them to provide them with that feedback so they can continue to grow and develop in their own leadership
1: journey. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like um, when someone has mastered the art of having? Uh, tough conversations. What are they doing or not doing? Well, um,
2: you know they're they're very comfortable. Uh, they're very very comfortable because they they understand that these type of conversations are critical to the growth of the organization, the culture of the organization, because everyone's watching. Right? There, there's so many eyes that are, that are, that are upon you. And, and, you know, individuals see other individuals that aren't performing their duties um, as well as they should. Mm -hmm. And, and you can, you can let it go and, you know, not, not have a conversation about it, but that drains the culture, that drains Mm -hmm. the culture in the organization. And then you have, you know, it's almost like, it multiplies, and then you have more individuals not working for the betterment of the organization, and it just drains them of their energy. Um, but really what it looks like is an individual who, who speaks with a lot of clarity. Um, you know, there, there, it's a mutual conversation. There's a lot, there's a lot of balance in there. Um, it, it ends up with, with accountability on both sides, more what a, what a leader can do. Uh, more what the individual can do and 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 it really you know at, at the end of the day the conversation is let's work on this together mm-hmm. and how can we support each other uh, so we don't continue to have these same conversations mm-hmm. because you can only have so many of them mm-hmm. right yeah. you, know, you can only have so many of them and then at the end of the day you have to make a decision that's best for the organization and that may end up with that individual no longer working for the company. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Let's talk a little bit about this second skill of um, finding clarity and ambiguity. Uh, what is meant by find clarity and ambiguity? What's that skill look like? What does that mean? And, and that,
2: yeah, that's a that's a that's a skill that I read because I often find my I often found myself, um, you know, organizations at, at different points. There could be many, many challenges. Um, there could be many competing interests. It could be chaotic sometimes. You know, you're, you're instituting new systems all throughout the organization. Payroll systems, uh, financial systems, reporting systems, timekeeping systems. We have a new, you know, uh, a data platform. And it's kind of hard to to really, you know, Find clarity, like where should as a leader, where should I put my efforts um, around all these competing interests? Um, because we feel there's there's a certain amount of you know complexity, uncertainty, um, and and you want to be strong. You know, you wanna you wanna put on a, a a strong face or a strong will, and and you want people to uh, look to you to provide guidance. Right when they're asking questions about new systems, new challenges, um, but what I say to that, you know, when it gets cloudy, when it gets, you know, when it gets chaotic, you know, you just center yourself a little bit, right? You don't overthink things. You really don't overthink things because if you if you're spending a lot of time thinking and analyzing, you know, you're you're standing still. You're not growing, and and understanding that we're not. We're not looking for perfection. We want to be excellent, but we don't, you know, want to be perfect. I think that's a very audacious goal that, that I don't think anyone has ever accomplished. You, you know, you just want to be excellent. Um, you want to focus in all the all the complex issues that, that that occur in an organization, and and you really at a time when you question kind of where we're going. Um, you just want to be able to protect your employees. You know, uh, you you want to be able to make sure we're moving, you know, in my world towards high quality program outcomes for children and families. Um, And you want to make sure that you're being fiscally sound uh, for the organization. Let those let those kind of components drive you and, and, and you'll continue to kind of move forward as things kind of work themselves out in your organization.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So it looks like we need to take another break. I um, love where you're going with this. And it looks like in finding clarity, um, leaning on one's values, one's principles, uh, mission, what one might be charged to do, uh, figuring out what's most important, can support um, how one goes about uh, finding clarity. But We'll love to see if there's anything else you want to add to that on the other side of the break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the next skills around, uh, you know, effective leadership and what one might do. I think skill three we had is do the job you pay paid to do. Want to hear you say more on that, as well as building resilience uh, through adversity and more. So stay with us. and We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters. Informing leaders, inspiring solutions.
0: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619 453 8093. That's 619 453 8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service
2: trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be
1: across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face
2: today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Business
0: Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1 472 5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters.
1: Thank you for tuning in. We're back with more on Leadership Matters, discussing five essential skills for effective leadership. For those who are just joining us, we uh, talked about mastering the art of having. Uh, tough conversations as skill number one and then finding clarity and ambiguity as skill number two and dame was there anything else you want to say as it relates to finding clarity in an ambiguity
2: yeah sure um it, it would just be uh, an example and and so you know the, the heading is the heading um but but it really speaks to Really, stay in the course as, as, as things become somewhat chaotic, you know? and as leaders, it's our you know it's it's our chance to make these opportunities count and to to really show our resiliency um, through some of the challenges. The example is, and and who I like to, you know to to use an example that I learned from another friend of mine, uh, Stephen Graham, is. is he talks a lot about Tom Brady and and the fact that Tom Brady, uh, when he had an opportunity to uh, play, you know, he was kind of the lowest quarterback on the totem pole, and and their 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 high draft pick, their their lottery guy, if you will, their franchise quarterback went down with an injury, and they had this. Relatively unknown uh, young man step into arguably the most important leadership position on a professional football team as quarterback. That was that was chaotic for some. Um, a lot of ambiguity, right? We they didn't know really what they were going to get. Tom Brady didn't spend a lot of time in college playing, um, but but once he got the opportunity. He made it count and he developed a work ethic to keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward, keep moving forward, despite the ambiguity or the cloudiness or the, the chaos that's going on. Just stay the course and be the leader that you want to be and and look at him, you know, he's arguably uh one of the greatest uh professional athletes of all time, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll individual, a young kid that, that wasn't relatively known, you know, think like at least six Super Bowl championships, you know, playing well into his 40s. And so, you know, kind of staying the course, resiliency, uh, leading, continue to lead and, and, and put the work in, you know, helps ease the minds of others who, who feel like there, there's not a lot of clarity right now going, in, going on in this moment of ambiguity.
1: Mm-hmm. Great, thank you, Damon. And skill number three that you uh, put out there, want to hear you say more on that? And that is do the job you're paid to do. Skill number three. Say more.
2: Oh yeah. Um, something that you know, I, again, I I refer to kind of learning, learning and studying because because we're all as leaders, we're we have the responsibility to continue to grow our skill set, continue to study, learn about your craft, uh, learn about you know, opportunities, learn from others. And, and again, many of the things that I'm saying here, I've, I've learned from others, right? And, and and things that I've read and, you know, these skills especially. But along your leadership journey, and I described that at the top, you know, when I joined the Neighborhood House Association, uh 24 years ago um early on into my career i saw the opportunity to elevate myself in the organization um came in as a compliance auditor then i was promoted to a a uh, the director of organization compliance I was paid to be the Director of Organizational Compliance. However, oftentimes I would revert to being the Compliance Auditor, right? Because that was what I knew. That's what I was comfortable with. And that's what felt easy for me. It wasn't necessarily easy for me to be the Director of Organizational Compliance, which was my initial leadership role. And with that became the responsibility of leading others and helping them understand, you know, what it takes to to be successful as as kind of a unit, uh, helping them grow um, individually, right? Whether they make mistakes or do good work, and I found myself oftentimes when I saw uh, assignments going not going so well and and maybe not going right, I found myself stepping back into that compliance auditor role and almost saying, give it to me, I'll do it because I know how to do it right. But that's not the job I was paid to do. The job I was paid to do was to be the director of organization compliance. And so that's difficult for a lot of leaders, especially new leaders, to step out of the role that they previously had and step into the new role that they have and grow from there. But, but it's been a challenge for many of us to uh, step back into that old role.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Damon. And we talk about this fourth skill around build resilience through adversity. Share what you mean by this. And, and
2: before, it, before we do that, and, mm-hmm. and again, credit to Martin Moore, but the reason why it's important for you to do the job that you're paid to do, mm-hmm. it helps build trust amongst your team, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it helps them believe that it helps them be assured that you believe they can perform their roles, duties, and responsibilities, mm-hmm. and that you're not a micromanager. Mm-hmm. And you're allowing them the opportunity to grow, make mistakes, um, and develop. Because eventually mm. that's the next line of leaders mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wonderful points to underscore. thank you mm-hmm. So um, resilience through adversity your thoughts
2: Oh yeah that's just that's a that's a life steal for for me um, I, I I've personally been challenged with the Numerous encounters with with adversity, and, and, and as such, I think that's where you build the skill of resiliency. Now, it can happen; it can happen in your personal life, or it can happen in your um, professional life. Uh, in, in my personal life, I found myself at a relatively young age. Um, with, with lack of an extended family and, and, and having a feeling of emptiness, loneliness. Um, no one to love me or to love back. Uh, no one to laugh with and laugh back. Uh, no close relatives. Uh, so, so in time, I had to build the resiliency to not only move on, but to build a network where, where others can supply and, and fulfill and eliminate that emptiness that I was feeling, that loneliness that I was feeling. Professionally, you know, there were times in our organization where we were heavily criticized and and many questioned if we had the ability to run our company successfully. I made the mistake of... of, of personalizing a lot of the criticism like taking the criticism on my shoulders and uh, that created a lot of aversion and doubt how I was gonna and we I we were gonna overcome this and so it came to a point to where you have to recognize and through my studies and and that's why it's so important to study um, you know external sources as a leader You know, it it became important that you have to sometimes block out the naysayers. You know, sometimes you listen, but at the end of the day, you got to say, i got to move on or block it out. Because that's not who I am as an individual. I know my own identity. That's not who I am. And I know what we're capable of accomplishing, and we're just going to move forward towards accomplishing that. And so it's through, really, it's through experiences um, that we build the re- resiliency because adversity is going to ch- challenge your emotions. It's going to challenge your intelligence. Uh, it's just going to ch- challenge your belief in your capabilities. But some, at a certain point, you have to see that as an opportunity as well to, to change the narrative of what those naysayers and outsiders are saying about you,
1: mm-hmm. I love that. And the, the thought that comes to mind is um, <clears throat> the uh, turning stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Yeah, and uh, you know, and and um, and I think about resilience. It's the it's the bounce back, right? It's so when I'm up against challenges, do I become so overwhelmed with the challenges? And I love your thought about not taking them personal. Uh, So what do I do with with challenges? And when I'm knocked down, do I stay down or do I get back up and bounce back? And how long does it take me to do so? So um, getting back on our feet and um, moving and arranging and climbing over so that those um, stumbling blocks are simply stumbling blocks and uh we're moving on to the stepping stones
2: and, and, and my my mother and, and oftentimes my mm-hmm. grandmother would say there's an the old adage you know the saying and i'm I'm sure you heard this too mm-hmm.
1: don't tell uh, me don't kill you make stronger <laughs> no, no but
2: they would say this too shall pass
1: oh yes this too shall pass oh and my it, goodness
2: it honestly took me
1: hmm
2: Probably thirty-five years to to, mm-hmm. real, to realize that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This too true. shall pass. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Something that's
2: that you seen that is fearful today, or mm-hmm. or the the, the the you know the end of whatever it is, the worst mm-hmm. situation possible. Yeah. When you think you know, ninety days from now,
0: mm-hmm. six
1: months from now,
2: mm-hmm. will it have that same effect
1: on you? Yes. I highly doubt it. Yeah. So, so true. So true. Love it. We're going to take a a final break. Uh, Damon, I'm really enjoying this conversation with you. Damon Carson, General Manager of Education Instruction Operation at the Neighborhood House Association of Sandy, California. We'll be right back with Damon talking about the final skill that we uh, wanted to talk about today. Um, Stay with us. We'll hear about it and hear some final thoughts from him. So, again, um, be right back with Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions.
0: The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Small businesses are in trouble, and it didn't just start with COVID-19. From the recession several years ago to the revolution of e-commerce giants more recently, small businesses are getting hit hard and need to come back. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now back to Leadership Matters.
1: And we are back with Leadership Matters. Uh, speaking today about five essential leadership um, skills with Damon Carson, General Manager of Education, Instruction, and Operations at the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California. And Damon, I think the final uh, skill that you had shared with our Leadership Academy, we're going to ask you to talk a little bit more about today, and that is putting self interest aside. To have you say more on that topic?
2: Yeah, I think. It's individuals, um, and and as as leaders, we all want to, or most of us want to accomplish more. We we want to move up in our respective careers. We want to grow. We want to continue to develop. Um, a lot of that happens inside of an organization. I think it becomes challenging, right? For, for individuals to put their own kind of own wishes, de- desires, you know, the, 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 the their own interests uh, aside and do what's best uh, for the organization and its customers, its, its clients, um, and your fellow team members. Um, you know, there's a lot of analogies, uh, dog-eat-dog, crabs-in-a-bucket, uh those analogies don't necessarily work for the success of an organization. They don't and they, they really don't work for your clients that you're serving or the customers that you're providing, you know, materials or goods and services for. And and, and so we have to stay we have to we have to avoid, you know, conversations that's that begin with I, me, and 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 pivot more towards conversations that begin with we or the team um, so we can create, you know, a, a certain level of, of trust, um, you know, loyalty um, and, and you know, a culture that's, that's working towards the betterment of the organization as opposed to my individual needs, hopes and desires. Um you know, if we're driven, if we're driven by uh, making decisions on what's best for the organization, or, or, or what's best for our clients, or what's best for the individual teams that we lead, um, you, you can definitely avoid or help yourself avoid, you know, promoting your own self interest self interest uh, to the detriment of the organization. Um, you know, we're we promoted. You know, when you're doing good things inside of an organization, um, people see that. People see that. You don't you don't have to promote that. You don't have to say I did this, I did that. You know, people people watch, people see, acknowledge. and may even tell you, oh, you did a great job there. And, and so, um, I think it's you know a, a skill that that can be. Honed in, especially um, for us leaders and potential leaders, is is to really focus on the we, the team, and, and let that you know, show. Let that show in our daily efforts, as opposed to the I in the me. Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I do believe that people note when um, when what is being promoted is self interest versus mutual interest. In self-serving versus really um, serving uh, for the betterment of those that we are serving and uh, those who we're serving with. So I think that it certainly um, drives to the um, heart of um, trust with regards to do you, whose best interest do you have at heart? Is it simply your own or is it um, also um, others and um, how you go about, um, you know, um, uh, being in service and of service uh, to others Damon any other final thoughts
2: I would say um, you know leadership and leadership development is is, is not an easy journey mm-hmm. you know it's it's a it's it, it's it's a process of continuous self reflection. It's a process of continuous self evaluation. It's it's a process where you're often challenged with do I make the do I make a decision in the best interest of an individual or do I make a decision in the best interest of the organization, the culture and the clients, and the customers we serve. It it challenges us, leadership challenges us to stay true to our core principles. But also it gives us an opportunity to know that if we stay true to our core, core principles and we make decisions that we feel are in the best interest of the organization, and, and have conversations that describe those principles and the three things that we mentioned at the top in, in the sense of love, laughter, and inspiration, you've done the best that you can do. That doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be a successful decision. I encourage leaders to be comfortable with failure. With failure creates an opportunity. I encourage leaders to take risk. Because if you're not taking risk, in my opinion, you're not evolving, you're kind of standing still. You're kind of staying in that safe harbor, right? So the the analogy, you know, I'll use is you know, uh, uh, a ship cannot know what's out there in the open ocean by staying in the harbor because a ship was built to explore out in the open sea. Transport, move around, navigate. So if you're not taking risks and calculating weather and things of that nature, then you're standing still and that, that really doesn't do good for your team or your organization. So So leaders, please do not be fearful and do not be fearful to take this. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of the day, you know, approach your, approach your work, approach your work with with a lot of love, approach your work with a lot of laughter. And naturally, because other people see it in you as a leader, you can be an inspiration to others. Mm Love
1: it. And what a great note to, um, to end on with regards to staying true to our core uh, principles and approaching our work um, with love, laughter, and inspiration and not being hemmed in by comfort, fear and denial. as the um, you know the minute reader back in the day, we used to talk about um, who moved my cheese? <laughs> yeah. not being hemmed in by comfort, fear, and denial, but really being willing to uh, take risk and um, and stepping out um, on faith toward that vision for um, what's on the horizon. I think we think about leadership being the, um, that art of inspiring others to achieve shared aspirations. So having that shared aspirations and being willing to take the risk that go along with taking those steps. So Damon, again, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you to our listening audience for joining us. Please join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or download the podcast at your convenience on demand. Until next time, keep on keeping on informing leaders, inspiring solutions.
0: Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.